sometimes. She was like this really like just, you know, pleasant to talk to person. And I was kind of like friendly with her and stuff for like over a year. And then she reached out one day with literally like a copy and paste sales pitch about, I think like beauty counter or something, which I think is still an MLM, but it's like a more famous one that people kind of like let slide mm-hmm. more often. And I was like, hey, sorry, but like, I, I don't support MLMs. Like, I don't know how I phrased it, but that's basically what the sentiment was. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Bye. Um, and then she sent me another thing. Cause like, you know how they'll give people like a script and they'll say like, okay, like if the person you're talking to objects then just send them this, this next thing. And so again, it was just like a copy and paste response where she was like, yeah, like, you know, I totally understand how like some MLMs like aren't really so good, but beauty counter, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And then I had, I blocked her. It's like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and argue with you. Like, I just told you what this boundary is. You're not listening to me. Goodbye. <laughs> like, I, I simply do not have like the mental energy to argue with people over MLMs. Like they're pyramid Mm-mm. schemes. There's nothing you can do to convince me that they're actual businesses. That's it. Like, I'm not going to buy from you. Leave me alone. <laughs> like if you want to start Damn. your own business, do it. I will so- totally support that. I'll share about it. I'll purchase stuff from you. But like, I'm not fucking supporting these companies who prey upon single like women, single mothers often and drive them into the ground into debt. Like, okay sorry you go ahead I agree 100% (laughs) and I find the world of MLMs so fascinating oh yeah it's like really interesting and like what was that podcast that you posted about that I listened to it's called the dream and specifically season one is all about MLMs and a podcast it is because like I feel like there's a lot of podcasts like episodes that we'll kind of touch upon, like, here's what MLMs are, here's why they're weird, but they won't really get into it. Whereas that podcast spans like multiple episodes. They call like lawyers, they call like actual like Amway representatives. They show you how much manipulation there is. They talk to people who were in them for years and then they came out of them. And like you, after listening to that podcast, like you just can't argue. Like they just, they strip it down and they like really make it plainly clear and you just can't argue anymore like yeah it's only a small percentage of people that actually make any money everyone else like loses money exactly a hundred percent it's insane I think it's something like 99 percent of people go into debt further and Mm -hmm. never make like anything substantial maybe they make like three hundred dollars or they make enough to like pay off whatever they bought into it um but then like 1% make some money. And then like of that 1%, then you have the people who like really succeed with it. And like, it's just so, um, it's just really like sickening how much they manipulate people. And, oh my God, it's just, there's this episode um, of this podcast, Beach Too Sandy. And Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet, it's about, uh, they read one-star reviews in a dramatic fashion. And so this episode was about MLMs, and they just did a really good job of, like, <laughs> of like reading these people's reviews about how MLMs, like, have burned them and how, like, the products are terrible and stuff. And, like, 
oh, it's just gold. I love it. It's a really good episode. So I highly recommend The Dream and then that one mm. episode from Grace to Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've uh, really ironed out our MLM <laughs> anger, should we start this episode? <laughs> I'm definitely going to include some of that in the episode. Yes, please do. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And this is Body Literacy Babes. We're certified fertility awareness educators. And here in this podcast, we want you to join the conversation. Yay. Woohoo! So we're doing this week like a holiday episode, a year kind of wrap up situation. Um, and we're really excited because this one's going to be more lighthearted and fun and a little bit silly, probably. Um, so to kind of start off before we jump into the whole year and whatnot, um, how are you doing, Natalie? Yeah, it's um, time stamping. It's December 10th. I'm on day 21 of my cycle. And it's been a while since we chatted. It's been like the last time we talked was at the uh, becoming a fertility awareness educator panel, which was really fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Like just getting to talk about business stuff. I feel like um, people are really interested in that side of things. And it's just fun to talk about with you and like to, to hear about your experience and like, your stories of how you got to where you are too. Um, so yeah, that was great. And yeah, it's been it's been an interesting month. I we are like we're locked down and we have been for over three weeks. Like I'm losing count because um, we can't like okay, and I know that other people are um, struggling as well and so mm-hmm. part of me is like don't complain about the pandemic nap but it's still valid it's we, still valid each person struggles we've yeah. had it, we've had it really good like we've been really lucky because all summer we had really low cases in Manitoba like we were basically doing normal life all summer mm-hmm. long and then things got really bad in probably like after Canadian Thanksgiving like probably beginning of November so we can't see anybody outside of our household (gasps) the only stores that are open are grocery stores and like non-essential items are taped off so like if you go to Walmart you can only buy groceries and essential items and like clothes are taped off so you like can't purchase anything that's not essential that seems so pointless because you're like already in the building milling well, around that's the thing it's why really not funny like they were like trying to prevent people from like congregating and like waiting in line at walmart to get mm-hmm. christmas gifts and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it is really dumb like you can't buy flowers so like you can go to safeway and get food mm-hmm. but you have to curbside pick up flowers like it's just really that's ridiculous so- i feel like i saw a meme about like the ki- the restrictions in your area being ridiculous and i was like huh i wonder what that means <laughs> and then you yeah. saying this is like that just makes literally no sense <laughs> yeah so like it's just like funny restrictions and schools are still open of course 
So that doesn't really make sense at all. No. Like basically the response has been like really too little, too late right. in my province. But and like so, too random, too late. Cause it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. So they're like trying to like put out the fires, but like what's that gonna do preventing people from getting essential items? Yeah. So um that has been kind of like my last month. Like not a whole lot is going on and mm-hmm. um um, How has it been for you to not be able to see people outside your household? Because, like, we in Connecticut, there's no, I mean, I don't know. There's probably, like, an official recommendation, but there's no, like, mandated, like, requirement that I'm aware of that um, is limiting, like, who you can and can't see. So, like, are they are they actually like keeping track of that somehow and like watching people or like, is it just the honor system? Um, there are cases where like people who are out in public with people not from their mm. household are getting ticketed. Oh, so like huh. they are like checking up on people in okay. public. Um, the only, like they really can't like enforce the household thing mm-hmm. at someone's private house unless like a neighbor were to call. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live with Matt and we have a roommate. So the, it's the three of us. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, like definitely, um, I miss seeing people. Yeah. It could be worse. Like it definitely could be worse. And I like the people that I live with. So I'm really grateful. Good. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, uh, how have things been for you? Yeah. So since then, um, well, the biggest thing that happened is that Bosco passed away, my dog, Bosco. And that was right on Thanksgiving. And so it was just weird because, like, we were really hoping that, you know, it wouldn't be that day. And we could maybe, you know, hopefully extend it out like one more day. But he was just really, really struggling. And so um, we had to bring him to the vet. And that's that's been like the biggest thing that's been like really really sad because like it's in in the past I've only had the experience of like a a family dog um passing away but this was just different and so um that's been hard but other than that um things have been uh pretty okay we've we've already been doing the thing for a long time of like not seeing anyone outside your household um and we're trying to do like curbside pickup whenever possible we've also um managed to get down like our shopping trips to like once a month at trader joe's and then i just get like double or triple the amount of stuff and then we just like keep everything in the fridge um and everything else we're doing like a local curbside pickup situation um so that's been going on and like what's been positive though is like i feel like we're finally settled into this house um, cause he moved here a couple months ago and finally we're like unpacked and like the washing machine works and like just everything kind of, it just feels like a more normal house now. Um, so that's been a, a really positive thing though. So overall things are going pretty much how they have been going, just more 2020 stuff. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to 2021 and just, I know everyone has their fingers crossed to see how things will hopefully improve. <laughs> um, so yeah. 
I'm so sorry mm. to hear about your dog, Megan. I know that it's been really stressful, like with yeah. health stuff for your dog in the last little while mm. too. So I'm, oh, I'm really sorry to hear about that. I think that a couple things that have been good is like we did get like his ashes back, so like we kind of have him back in the house in a way, which is um, which just feels good. And then we also ordered um, a cuddle clone. And if you know if people haven't heard of that, it's basically like this um stuffed animal replica that you can get made and they look like really really similar to the dog so like you send them like all these pictures of the dog or the or the cat or they make it for all types of animals um and I used to see it advertised to me like a year ago and I was like huh who wants that a stuffed animal of a dog (laughs) like what am I 10 but then after this happened, I got an ad for it and I was like, wait, I actually really do want this. And so, um, it takes like eight weeks to make. And so we ordered it a couple weeks ago. So I'm hoping that soon it will arrive and it'll just be good. I think to have something to like hold besides like pictures of him and stuff. Um, cause he was a really unique dog. That's for sure. Um, and not a lot of people understood him. So I feel like it's just kind of me and Jesse, like thinking about him, but um, it'll be good to kind of have that of him and, uh, yeah, just kind of continue to think of him. Yeah, that's, yeah. I didn't know that that existed, mm-hmm. but that's a really cool idea. I hope that, um, with shipping delays and everything, it doesn't take forever. I feel like I've ordered things online like mm-hmm. several weeks ago that are only shipping like now Mm -hmm. I know yeah I just did um this huge block of Christmas shopping last night for like three hours because I was like I need to order this stuff like right now or else there's like no chance it's gonna be here in time and I'm gonna be really grateful if any of it makes it in time (laughs) at this point and I think even tonight I'm gonna have to like follow up and do a little bit more um but yeah it's the, the shipping stuff is like kind of a big deal this year because there's really no other option to go mill around a store or a mall or something um a lot of it just like has to be has to be shipped so and it's like it has been really nice I feel like to have a quieter December I feel like yeah most years like about this time things are so hectic and uh but part of me is kind of into this slower December and being able to like not go into stores is sometimes mm-hmm. kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because this time of year, it's so true. I feel like, um, you know, relatives would want me to be over for like a family party or um, with my other job. They they usually have like a um, like a staff. Uh, the staff puts on this holiday party for like all the volunteers. And as an introvert even going to like a few Christmas parties and stuff, I'm like, okay. (laughs) And so this year, yeah, yeah, that's a really great point. Just being able to slow down. Um, I feel like it's in many ways, a lot more intentional and um, we've like decorated the house for Christmas. And the way I see it is like, we're here where we are. We might as well, you know, make it how we want it to be as much as we can. Um, and then just keep it simple and just enjoy that. And we've been trying to focus on like making tasty foods and, um, 
Ooh, one thing we've been doing lately that actually I recommend if you can do it. Um, we've been doing like HelloFresh and then I want to try Sunbasket instead as well. Um, but only for like one or two weeks, like every so often. So we're not doing it every single week. So it's not like a huge strain on the budget or anything, but it's been fun just every few weeks to have like a shipment of the meal kits come in. Cause then you can just make like a whole new dish than you would have with like different sauces and stuff. And I feel like the benefit of those meal kits is like you do really learn a few new little techniques and ideas here and there, which then kind of extend over into your cooking. Um, and yeah, I've just been enjoying that. And I think we're going to get that next week with Sun Basket. So I'm kind of excited. <laughs> mm, I love that. I can definitely relate to just like fully embracing the season. Like mm. I haven't had a Christmas tree for probably four years really I can't remember the last time I had a Christmas tree and this year we got this tiny cute little Christmas tree like Mm -hmm. a baby tree in this little birch log Mm -hmm. that I ordered on Facebook marketplace and it's just so fun to like decorate the house and Matt is actually right now um working as uh putting up Christmas lights at people's houses for a company oh nice so he put up Christmas lights on our house and I've never been so into just like getting into the spirit of, of the season. And like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are too, like there's never been so many Christmas lights hung up. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> yeah. That makes, that, I've never realized that that could be like a business or like something that a business could do, but it actually makes total sense because there's probably so many people who want to have Christmas lights, but they either can't or they don't have the time or they don't like, I don't know, they don't know how to make the design or something. Cause some people go like all out. There's mm-hmm. this house in a, in my old town I used to live in and you would drive by every day at like 6, 6 PM or 9 PM. And they would have this crazy, like 10 minute long light show just in their front yard and you could just park across the street and just watch it like for free and so yeah they go all out and some people that is incredible super into it yeah yeah it's crazy oh my gosh Mm -hmm. um should we jump into 2020 highlights yes let's (gasps) do it okay do you want to start because I feel like I need to think about mine a little bit longer (laughs) while you talk about yours Okay, 2020, January 2020. We had no idea what was coming. No. If only no we did. knew. If no only we knew. knew. I think one of my uh, my New Year's resolutions for 2020 was to travel outside of Canada. That's, um, uh, oh, that's a really ironic. <laughs> so a year ago, Matt went on this three-month climbing trip to the States and he left like right after New Year's and they went down to like Utah, Nevada and California for three months Um, and I think yeah that was probably one of my highlights was in February of last year or this year (laughs) pre-COVID um we me and a friend went to Vegas for the first time to meet up with them and we camped outside of Las Vegas and I'd never been before um and 
the weather was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Camping in the desert is just such a cool experience. Like mm-hmm. it was it just really like, is. it was so beautiful. And I was, yeah. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And I hadn't seen Matt for probably six weeks. So it was really nice to see him again. And we did a whole bunch of hiking and just like sat in the sunshine and read in February, which, um, was really, really nice. So that was probably Mm -hmm. my highlight. And, and then even once COVID happened, um, this summer, like I said, things were pretty normal. Like we had plans to go traveling, uh, which didn't happen, but, um, I did a lot of camping and I have a lot of friends who have cabins and I'm so grateful to them because Mm -hmm. I really took advantage of just like getting outside as much as possible. Then I went on this like incredible five-day canoe trip with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, definitely like getting out of Winnipeg seems to be the highlight of, of my year for sure. And then starting this podcast was something else that we did in 2020 which so true which kind um, of because of COVID a little bit yeah kind of because of COVID and I feel like business wise I was also on my favorite podcast ever in the beginning of 2020 so that was like a huge highlight for me I feel like a lot of things happened business wise and I think like, despite everything, there's a lot of good things that happened, um, which makes me hopeful for next year, because like, even after COVID, we were still able to do a lot of things and we were able to just like, just do what we could with where we are and like make the most of being where we are and traveling around Canada. And I got to go out to, um, Alberta a couple of times too so yeah I feel like one of the weird upsides of the whole COVID thing is that I feel like for many online businesses that don't rely so heavily on like shipping like I feel like coaches and like fam educators and stuff um I don't know I feel like in a way business has been like okay this year not how I expected it to go. Um, and like there, there obviously have still been like many struggles, um, kind of like woven into this whole year, but overall it's not like as terrible and scary as I was expecting. Cause at, at first with COVID coming in, everything was just like really, really scary and no one knew, knew what to expect. Um, and now I feel like things have kind of um, leveled out in a way. Yeah. yeah. But just really happy uh, for yeah. you all the business stuff. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. I feel like, yeah, I feel like thinking back to March, there was a lot of unknowns, especially with business. Like when you are a business owner, it's just, everything is just so much more high stakes when you are a business owner, as opposed to being on a salary or working for someone else, even when you're working for someone else, there's still going to be risks. Yeah. And obviously yeah. lots of people have lost their jobs, but I've never been so grateful to have my own business. And I feel like things like, I feel like this year I actually have been 
able to like fully rely on my business income, which feels so good when you've like put so much of your heart into your business. And um, yeah, there's been so many opportunities and like, like, yeah, doing the podcast and like people are online more. And so it just opens up more creativity and potential Mm -hmm. um, for business um, in a lot of ways. So you're right. It hasn't been all bad. So I wrote mine down. Um, I don't have the best memory I'm realizing and that almost worries me at times, but anyway, I wrote some down and, um, to kind of start off the year, one of my new year's resolutions, as we talked about the other day on the episode about fam and sex, um, it was to post a bit more just content about sex and how that relates to fam and just all the topics and stuff that can kind of tie into that, um, to, to talk about it more on Instagram and to share more about it with my communities and stuff. Um, so that was like a good start to the year. And then ironically though, Instagram has been getting like more and more, um, conservative, um, and strict and evil corporation type deal. (laughs) I don't know. They've just been getting like really, um, really intense with their censorship of people. And it's really disturbing in a way at times. Like I know that we were already disturbed by the censorship of cervical mucus and, um, those types of things before, but now it just seems to be like ramping up to even, to be even more, um, strict, which is, just disappointing um, because I want, I mean, I like Instagram a lot. Um, it's, it's great for business. It's great for connecting with people, but um, it's been hard to kind of navigate that recently. Um, Cause I feel like not, I feel like there aren't too many other social media platforms that have a similar dynamic to Instagram. YouTube is really great. I love YouTube, but it's also like so intense to make consistent video content there. It takes a lot of work. And I just don't have that in me right now with my physical limitations. Um, so I just, I can't really do that as much. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. So that's just been weird to navigate, but anyway, on to the other highlights. Um, so obviously I got married this year. Um, that was a big highlight. It was supposed to be in October and, uh, it ended up being in April because with COVID, um, it just got seemingly overnight in the course of like a couple weeks, it seemed to, um, just the stress about COVID really skyrocketed right around March and April. Um, and it was like really, really intense. And so Jesse and I just over the course of many, many talks, <laughs> um, decided to move up the wedding time for April, um, so that we could, you know, just, you know, have that done and and live together and just kind of start our life together instead of driving back and forth and being worried about like, oh, well, who have you seen lately? Who have you seen? Are we contaminating each other? I don't know. Uh." And so rather than do that, we just want to like live together and, and, um, and feel more at peace there. So that was fraught with its own challenges, of course. Um, because we had to have like a really, really super small wedding. And I have like a really big family. He has like a ton of friends. And so just the thought of having to condense all that 
in and of itself was really hard. Um, but we, we did that and, you know, it's done. We're hoping to have, um, our whole family celebration in October of 2021, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Really hoping, but, um, I just don't know. Um, and then also as a highlight, we moved, um, kind of a couple times, like first, after we got married, we were, um, staying at one place for a few weeks and then he came to live with me for a little while. And then we both moved to this current house together, um, with our pets. And that's been like the biggest thing I think for me, that's been like the most pleasant highlight. Um, and again, like, I mean, obviously marriage first, but also moving. Cause then we could like enjoy just being us together. <laughs> um, and so that's been really good. And like just the past few weeks when like we've really settled in, um, it's been great. So that's really, really been a highlight. Um, and then we also went camping and hiking a lot this summer too. We, we knew that after the, the big shutdown in the springtime and then going back toward winter around now, we knew we really, really wanted to take advantage of like the time outside. Um, so we tried to as much as we could get outside at least, um, go for hikes, go for walks, um, and just kind of enjoy that. Um, and still in Connecticut, the lockdown was kind of in effect in many ways. Um, like I didn't even start going to physical therapy until like June after my neck issue had really cropped up in like end of January. So that was like ridiculous too. Um, but yeah, just really happy about that. And of course, also happy about going to physical therapy and, just receiving a lot of help and support with my chronic pain. Um, it's been still an ongoing thing. And I feel like there's times when I just keep telling myself like, okay, hopefully like I'll be good in like another month, another month, another month. And then a whole month passes and like, it's still like something going on with the chronic pain. Um, so I feel like I'm close maybe kind of perhaps to healing this. Um, but I just don't know because it kind of just crops up and then it goes away and then it comes back and it's just hard to navigate. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm trying to continue to seek support on that and just improve in little bits as best I can. Um, so having said all that, what do we hope for 2021? And I don't mean this necessarily in like a resolutions type of way because I think often with resolutions, they can be forgotten or just, you know, not really enacted. Um, but I guess just like hopes and maybe goals would be a better way to frame it. What do you think for 2021? I think that I, yeah, I'm, I've never been a huge, um, New Year's resolution person, although Matt's family loves making New Year's resolutions and every New Year's, um, everybody writes down, their new year's resolutions and then mm -hmm. it gets opened up the next year okay um so that's been yeah. kind of fun that's intense totally totally out of my normal um thing but that has always been fun and I cannot remember mine from last year um so that'll be interesting to open those up again um but I think I've just been focusing on things that I know for sure for 2021 because so much has been up in the air there are things that I know for me for sure 
that will be happening that I can be excited about. And I can only look to the next like four months. Like I have have no idea what things are going to look like in the summer. And I would love to do like a big trip and, and like go live somewhere for a month and like go work. Like my work can go wherever. And I would love to take advantage of that, but we just don't know. So I've been working on some really big trainings um, this year and in April I'll be finished my master's of social work which is really exciting in March I'll be finished my cycle coach training which I've been doing since March of 2020 and I'm also going to be doing part two of the billings certification um, so I can look forward to like spending less time studying and putting more time into client work and Mm -hmm. I am really excited to like potentially take on clients to do more coaching around menstrual cycle awareness Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty different from fertility awareness so I'm interested to see how that plays out but I'm gonna have so much more time uh, to do that type of stuff and to explore that Maybe we could have so, an episode about menstrual cycle awareness um, at some point. Love to do that. I feel yeah. like because yeah, it I, is a lot different. I think it has a lot of overlap, and I think that fam can almost make it like more accurate. Um, yes, exactly. But like, I love it, and I think it just pairs really well with fam. So that could be really yeah. cool. I would be really excited to talk about that. I think it would help me too to like carve out how I want to do that work because yeah yeah, like for my fertility our fertility awareness courses are so specifically focused on using fam for Mm -hmm. birth control whereas cycle coaching is not something that can really be like included in that training like it has to be a separate thing Mm -hmm. um so yeah that'll be really exciting um and yeah I think like I think I've just gotten better at like not looking too far in the future and I just want to like continue to really enjoy the present and to like enjoy the present or just like experience the present if it's not enjoyable (laughs) um and Mm -hmm. like things yeah things have been things have been really hard this especially this last month and I know like I have I have hope in the fact that it won't be like this forever. And that's what I'm looking forward to in January and February, whenever things get a little bit more relaxed, um, because it's only up from here. Like there's really nothing else they can shut down. So, so yeah, I think that's what I'm looking forward to. And I think like business wise, I am feeling like reevaluating now that I'm like taking this, I'm taking like a couple weeks off. I'm not taking new clients until January. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a good time to just like evaluate everything and like evaluate, especially my boundaries, which is like something that's a constant. Yeah. It's a struggle. It's a, you're constantly navigating it. And yeah. I feel like there are some areas where, I can have better boundaries with my own clients. Mm -hmm. And I think like getting clear 
in the past little while about like boundaries with people I don't know on Instagram. That's one thing, but getting clear on Mm -hmm. boundaries with my own clients is something that I think is the next step for me. And like, Mm -hmm. as I start working, like, as I look to 2021, working with more people, that's something that I want to have in place. Mm -hmm. So how do you mean, can I ask how you mean with boundaries with clients? Do you mean like, um, like the time that you spend responding to messages or do you mean like the types of questions they're asking of you? I think it's just being more clear with expectations. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person who really, like in a lot of ways, I'm really like I'm organized and I'm a type A person, but I also really value mm-hmm. flexibility. And so yeah. my business up until this point, has really allowed for that flexibility. And I think that's great, but I think there are some areas where I could be better in just establishing expectations, things that I do and things that I don't do. And Mm -hmm. what's been really helpful for me is like having people in my life who also are running their own small businesses, like connecting with you, connecting with other people who are not in the fam world, who are running their own businesses. And then also um, seeing my therapist again, which I've been doing mm-hmm. for the past couple months. And like, she has been really helpful in like navigating those things too, like business wise mm-hmm. even. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that is where like my next kind of growth point is with, yeah. with regards to fan. Good. I'm glad to hear that you're, that you're kind of revisiting with your therapist. I always think that that's a good idea. Um, that's been something that I, want to try and start too. Um, I was just talking with my doctor a couple days ago and I've been dealing with like some with it with short luteal phases basically. And it's tough. It's weird. Cause like, it's not every single luteal phase. Like I looked back at my past couple charts and, um, you know, the last one was eight days, but then the two before that were both 11. And then the one before that was maybe like seven or something. But then the one before that was like 12. So it's like, <laughs> they're kind of averaging out to be an okay length, but it feels really disheartening when like you're in your luteal phase and you expect to have like five or six more days and then you just start bleeding and it's like, oh, okay, cool. So I guess we're starting a new cycle now. <laughs> and as much as I love starting a new cycle, it doesn't feel good when it happens suddenly. Um, and I've been trying to like remind myself like, okay, yes, this is happening, but you also have to remember that like you've been like scraping and clawing against a chronic pain condition for fucking like a year (laughs) and every day your body is feeling this physical stress. So it's like, yeah, it's no wonder that I'm, that my stress is manifesting in a short luteal phase. Um, but I was talking with my doctor and like, we're going to try, um, to have me go back on Vitex again to help with that because as much as I love, of course, like, yes, all of the lifestyle tweaks and supports and ways that I can take care of myself with self-care. It's like, yes, but sometimes self-care and doing the self-care is exhausting. Like sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it feels really, really limiting. It's like, 
I have to do like an hour of physical therapy every single day. That sounds great for the first like few weeks, but when you're into like a year of that, it's, it's, then it just starts to feel like a waste of time and like it's eating into your day and it's preventing you from having meetings with people and stuff. And it gets frustrating. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel like at this point I need to go back to Vitex, but then we were also talking about, um, therapy because I've been like really struggling at times with, my, my mental health as it, as it results to chronic pain. And like, I think like in general, I have like a healthy, good attitude about my approach to chronic pain, but like, there are just some days when, you know, I've been feeling good for like a week and I haven't been pushing myself too hard. And then I wake up and I just have another tweak in my neck and it's like, I want to just like leap out the window or something. Like, it's just so disheartening when stuff like that happens and you have like a setback because yeah, it's like, when is this going to stop? So I want to really get uh, a therapist who, who specializes in chronic pain so that they know what I'm talking about and they can give more appropriate feedback and insights. Um, Cause most therapists, I, I, you know, it's a specialty. I don't think most therapists do specialize in that. Um, it's not as common and the one that I was seeing before over the springtime was through BetterHelp. And like, I think BetterHelp is really cool. I think like online therapy is like a cool um, option, but she just didn't have that special specialization in chronic pain. And um, I would try to talk with her about it. And it always just seemed like her feedback was, oh, well, you know, it sounds like you're doing all you can. So hopefully it works out. <laughs> and then I was kind of just over here by myself, like, okay, I, I mean, I hope so too. I guess I'm just going to continue to, to struggle through all this by myself then. I don't know. And so it just didn't feel very um, constructive or supportive. So I stopped that, which like that by itself is an important part of therapy to like realize and recognize when your therapist match isn't, you know, working anymore. Um, and that was yeah, kind of a challenge because then I felt bad ending that, but it's also important to have, to take that step and to access the, the type of feedback that actually is going to be helpful um, for your life. So I am excited to get back into that at some point in the next few weeks. Um, and yeah, I'm just hoping that one of my hopes for 2021 is like, as the chronic pain hopefully lessens bit by bit to be able to go back to focusing on like my cycle health um, so that all of my efforts with my health aren't just about pain and they're more about like celebrating these different aspects of my cycle. So I'm looking mm. forward to getting back into that. Yeah. Just to add on to what you were saying, um, when, when you were talking, I had a thought the other day when I was like on day 17 of my cycle, I was going to bed mm-hmm. and I think I was like, telling myself I was like if I don't have a temp shift tomorrow I am throwing my thermometers out the fucking window like I had this thought where I was just like I am so done like if this doesn't happen like I'm like I'm done everything like I it was like too much like there's these Mm -hmm. moments where you just like yeah it's like two steps forward one step back over and over again right like trying to stay in this mindset of positivity and then you Mm -hmm. just have these days where you're just like so fucking over it yeah 
I can totally relate. And I think um, if people are looking for therapists, I found my therapist basically based on what I was covered for through my insurance that like narrowed down what type of therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also doing my master's in social work. So I wanted to work with someone who was a master's of social work therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you go to psychology today, um, they have like a directory of therapists and Canada and the U S and in other places Mm -hmm. where that's really good to know put in keywords like chronic pain or whatever else you're struggling with. And people do specialize in different areas. Um, So if you're looking for something really specific or not specific, um, you can just kind of intuitively go off the listings or a recommendation. See, that's awesome to know because I never knew that you could like, I've been hoping to find a, a searchable list like that. And I had no idea where to look, who to ask. Um, and so I, to me, it's been, it's felt like, oh, well, BetterHelp didn't really work out for me and I don't want to keep on going through random therapists there. Um, cause like, yeah, with BetterHelp, they do have like, I don't know, like 15 or 20 different things that you can kind of check off for like a preferred specialty, but chronic pain just like isn't on the list or at least it wasn't at that time. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely try to explore that and see, um, what I can find and it's good for the listeners to know about as well. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Why well, I, I would love to hear your other hopes and dreams for 2021. Yeah. Um, so I think like the biggest one is really just like continuing to get like medical support and hopefully resolve this, this neck and shoulder issue. Um, because my underlying hope is I really want to do a lot more in my business. I feel like for the past year, I've just been like treading water with, with, um, my content and, uh, my course and stuff. And like, I love my course. It's a great course. Um, but I want to, you know, streamline it and at some point like re-record the videos and stuff. And those are just things that like, I physically cannot do right now. Um, and you know, it sounds, I mean, it may sound silly, but like, cause it's just work on the computer or something, but like for me with, with a chronic neck and shoulder issue, working and sitting at the computer for the hours daily for a few weeks on end that it would take to get that work done is not something I can physically accomplish right now. And like, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to do everything I can to get there. Um, and like, yeah, it's just hard. Cause I don't know. It's hard. I think to hope because I don't, because so much of it is banking on my physical health. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping those are my hopes. Um, I'll do what I, what I can to try and get there. Um, but a lot of it is like trying to travel more, um, going camping more, going up to Vermont more in the summertime, um, or, you know, doing like a road trip or something with Jesse. Um, we also really, really want to go to Grand Manan up in Canada, the islands on the East coast. And, um, we've gone there like every summer for the past several years. And we love it there. Um, but, you know, we can't get across the border now. So it's just not an option. Um, 
so hopefully, I don't know, that might open up. Um, so yeah, a lot of things that feel within reach, I think it'll just kind of depend on how things go. One thing I am really excited for is that uh, fucking Trump won't be our president anymore. <laughs> so like, there's that. Oh my God. That's just been like a four-year nightmare. Um, yeah. It's, just, it's really just amazing to me how much of like a narcissist he is and how much evidence there is of that. And yet people still continue to support him. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you don't agree with me, sorry, but this is how I feel. Um, yeah, it's just incredibly frustrating, but hopefully that'll be over and um, he'll just never come back. So <laughs> that's my hope. <laughs> okay. While you were talking, I thought of another 2021 goal for myself, which is yeah. to come and visit you. And do an East Coast road trip. Yes. And to, I've never been to the East Coast of the U.S. And I Mm -hmm. haven't, and I just want to go somewhere. So I'm coming. You're truly, you're truly welcome to come. (laughs) Um, Just let me know. Like we have space in the house. We actually, there's a part of the, um, of the basement. It's like a finished basement, but we want to put a bed over there um, to have like a kind of a guest area down here. So hopefully by the time you come, that will be in order. <laughs> you have to just wait until the border opens. And then um, I, I've been watching, um, I've been watching the bachelor on like streamed us TV, like on ABC illegally live stream. <laughs> okay. And they keep showing ads for target. <laughs> oh my gosh and there's something about target that it's like my highlight is driving to the u.s to minneapolis once a month or once a month once a year and going to target so Mm -hmm. uh, that is yeah because target isn't in canada right they had it they had it for like six months and then it went under why did it was it just not it wasn't good it wasn't as good oh, okay. here as it is oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they do. I literally just made a Target order for pickup last night, and I'm going to ask either after this or <laughs> <laughs> or tomorrow. <laughs> Don't tell Nat what I'm talking about, guys. Don't. Um, but, but, yeah, I feel like they really do have just, like, I feel like it's, like, a lower-budget uh, anthropology vibe at times which i i like but i'm not gonna spend money on anthropology because <laughs> everything there i think is kind of like overcharging um depending on what on what you're talking about but uh yeah i just like that whole vibe too and it's just target is really an adventure anytime you go it really is yeah it's only like a two-hour drive to grand forks and that will be my first <laughs> That'll be my first trip. That'll be your first international trip out of, here. of 2021. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, speaking of Target, yeah, shall we shall we talk about some some fam gifts? I feel like you have some really good ideas, and I just came up blank. So maybe as <laughs> you, maybe as we're going through it, I'll think of some. <laughs> that sounds great. So the reason why I came up with a bunch is because. 
in part just because I keep getting like ads for all this stuff anyway. And then I think to myself, well, I don't need this, but maybe someone does. Um, and then also this year I've been trying to, um, just follow more people or more, more, I think businesses on Instagram that align with fam or they could be a support to fam charting or something. Um, so I've been like exploring that. Also, I just have a question for the world. Maybe this is just me. It very well could be, but, um, am I the only one who's seeing like only lingerie ads all over Instagram, like at all times, <laughs> just at all times. I feel like anytime I scroll down, my only ads are for lingerie. And it's like, look, I can only afford so much lingerie and I don't even really have that much. It's mostly just from Cantique. Um, but yeah, that's just been my biggest thing. So anyway, I don't know, DM me on Instagram and let me know people if that's been your experience lately. So to get to, uh, it's just you, Megan, <laughs> is, this, is it just me? I mean, yeah, it very. I get, mine is all skincare. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like natural skincare. It's mm. my weakness. So it's definitely just you. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because I am always like posting body love stuff with lingerie. So it's like, I get it, but also I don't know why. Cause the same thing happened to me last Christmas too. And it was just at Christmas. And I don't know. You get a lot of ads for tushy. Yeah. Even though I we already have a tushy. So do you, I didn't yes. know that. I get, we so... just haven't set it up yet. I've had it for three years and I haven't set it up yet. <laughs> I'm just I lazy. Get... The majority of my Facebook ads are for Toshi for some reason. Oh my I don't gosh. know why. I've oh maybe gone on the website like once. That's hilarious. Do you ever on Instagram try to like hide the ad because it's not relevant? Like sometimes, but I don't spend that yeah. much time going through True. the ads. And like sometimes it, sometimes I'll get ads for things I already purchased and that yeah. annoys me. I'll that report that one. I hate that. So I'll, yeah. usually, I'll usually select that one. Mm-hmm. but yeah tushy is definitely my number one or yeah. skincare yeah we I got so many ads for tushy a few years ago and uh yeah I bought one and then so this is the issue was that when it first came there was a part missing and then that delayed me setting up and then we were gonna move out from that house so then I didn't set it up and then I was at my mom's house. So I didn't set it up. And now we're here. So now we like finally have to set it up. And it's just been like sitting in its box in our bathroom for like two months. And I keep almost tripping over it. And then <laughs> and then just not setting it up. But I want to because I think it's I mean, I think it's a useful thing. I think it's a good idea. Um, and I'll be happy to provide a review once I actually try it. Um, but so far, uh, I just... Yeah, it's just been sitting around hanging out. I love all these tangents. Let's hop into um, fam-related gift ideas. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I mean, no pressure or rush on you, but hopefully, fingers crossed, if we can get this episode published, like, kind of in a reasonable time, maybe people can use this to, like, 
mm-hmm. help order some actual stuff. I mean, by, things are going to come late. Things are going to come late anyway. So I yeah, just say true. order when you want because true. like it's inevitable that it won't come for Christmas. <laughs> Even true. if you order today, December 10th. Well, depends, you know, but maybe not. I did like 90% of my Christmas shopping all last night. And, yeah, that's uh, cutting it a little. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, okay, so here's what I have listed down so far. Some of these things are like directly family-related. Some are kind of parallel. Um, but basically, I have first on the list, of course, temp drop. Um, I love temp drop. I love the idea of temp drop. I think that for people who need it, it can work out really, really well, which I think is great. Um, having said that, I will give the caveat that I don't, I officially don't like their proposed future app situation where they have predictions. I don't like that at all. I think it's very problematic. Um, this is just my opinion personally. And I also, when I expressed this, I was told like, well, you know, it's just for like the paid tier of the app, but I'm like, A, still no. And B, making it on the paid tier only increases its perceived value by people. Cause then they think, oh, this is a fancy feature that I need to pay for. If I'm paying for it, it must be worth it, right? So let me try to pay for it. And then they're getting more payments for something that, in my opinion, um, just isn't a good idea. <laughs> Cause I feel like predictions are just inherently so t- toxic and any way you slice it, they just cause problems. Like whether you're trying to avoid pregnancy or just chart for health or you're trying to conceive, any way you slice it, predictions can just mess you up by either just just sowing doubt, like, oh, the app says I should have ovulated by now, but I haven't. Why not? What's wrong with me? What's going on? Oh my God, I'm freaking out now. Or how how they maybe will predict ovulation or sorry, menstruation for you but not in a way that like takes ovulation into account. They're just giving a random calendar day number. Again, lots of room for freakouts. Um, <laughs> why is my period late? Or why did my period happen so much earlier than this prediction? Like there's just so much going on. Um, for those who want to conceive too, sometimes predictions can give you completely the wrong fertile window. And then you think that you're having sex at a time that's going to quote unquote optimize chances for pregnancy when in fact you may not even be having any cervical mucus during that time and you're not actually fertile and you know I'm all for having sex I think that part is great but when the pressure is on to to have sex to get pregnant and then that doesn't work out that can also cause so much emotional turmoil and so I just feel like at the end of the day education and knowing your body's biomarkers is always going to win out over predictions. So having said all this, still recommend the temp drop itself. I think it's a cool tool to help get accurate temperatures for long cycles, for travel, for insomnia, for overnight breastfeeding, um, PCOS, all these types of things. 
but I super don't love um, that prediction piece of their future app. So that's my official opinion. The end. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, um, I have a lot to say about the temp drop app that Mm -hmm. I won't get into, but basically in summary, I love temp drop. I use temp drop. I try to go back to oral temping and I can't anymore mm-hmm. um, because I love it so much. But my official stance on the TempDrop app is do not use the predictions in the TempDrop app. Um, and that is my stance. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I think we wrap right. that up, that one up. Well, we put the bow on it of our official opinions. So our next recommendation <laughs> is by a different company. And this isn't necessarily a fam thing, but I think it can be so helpful. It's a company called O-Nut Co., I think. And um, it's spelled O-H-N-U-T-C-O. And they make these um, silicone rings that act, that go onto the shaft of someone with a penis. And those rings then act as like a safety buffer to prevent Uh, penetration that's too deep. And so this product can be super helpful for people who experience uh, pelvic pain, whether that's due to a whole host of potential conditions and reasons. Um, I mean, there's so many, I won't even list them, but a lot of people can experience pelvic pain and pain with sex. And this this product um, can just be really, really helpful as a tool to have in your toolbox to help manage that. Um, And just the reviews and feedback on this have been excellent. They also just came out recently with like another version of it where the rings are a little bit wider for those who have a wider girth to their penis um, to be able to uh, be accessible and comfortable for them as well. So I really like that. Um, I think that they just have a really great idea. And I think that it's really, needed um because so many people have that struggle um and yeah i think it just really helps to make sex more comfortable more enjoyment and more enjoyable so that's another thing um any thoughts on that one now or should i go to the next one okay so for the next one um there's this instagram account and they have let me just jump over to it so it's called the sex talk game and uh I'm pretty sure that's what the account was named too. Yeah. So if you just go to Instagram and type in sex talk game or probably just Google it, um, it's by this, uh, this person, their name on Instagram is quickies with Mickey. Um, and let's see, their name is Mickey Woods. And so anyway, this game, it's a physical card deck that you can order. Um, and it comes with a deck full of 69 different prompts or questions. Um, and so you can hang out with a partner or partners and work through the different, um, aspects of this game. You do not by any means need to go through the whole entire deck. Um, oftentimes people will just do like one or two or three prompts and that can have you talking for like hours. Um, so it's a great way to get to know more about your partner and more about yourself in terms of like your sexual um, preferences and boundaries and, and things that you want to try and just things to talk about that relate to sex. So I think it's a great way to foster communication 
um, in a way that's healthy around sex. So highly recommend that. Um, you know, really cool as like a stocking stuffer or just, you know, as a, as a unique gift to a friend or, or for your partner. So also if you're looking for like something kind of like that, but you can't afford the game itself, another free option is, um, there's an app that's free called Gottman card decks. Um, that's spelled G O T T M A N and then card decks. Um, and yeah, it's just a free app. It's a kind of a similar, um, similar premise, but, uh, again, it's free and they have all types of topics in that app. So it's like, uh, love maps, open-ended questions, rituals of connection, date questions, appreciation, feelings, um, three different levels, mild, medium, or hot about sex questions, um, how to express needs. So this, this app is more of like, um, a mix of of sex questions and also just relationship building questions. So I think this one's really excellent. I play this with my partner um, like once every week or two. And again, we just do like two or three questions each. We each give our own answer for the question. Um, I'm going to talk about it together. And it's just a really great way to get to know your partner more. Um, I mean, I've been with my my partner for like over eight years. And we're still learning about each other with this app. So I love stuff like that. Um, and then my other ideas were a yearly subscription for the Read Your Body app. Um, a partner could, you know, get that for someone as a gift. Really, really good idea because we absolutely love the Read Your Body app. Um, we can't support it enough. <laughs> I love that app. So um, highly recommend that. And also the yearly subscription is only 15 US dollars. So like, come on. All right. <laughs> and then uh, my other two recommendations uh, that I thought of were the Thermometer Vinca 2 BBT thermometer. I use that thermometer. I love it as an oral or vaginal thermometer. Um, super recommend it. It has a lot of great features that just make temping easier and more optimized, um, especially if you're someone who prefers oral temp temping instead of something like temp drop. Um, and then last but not least on my recommendation list um, is just any book that relates to fam or sexuality. Because um, again, this can kind of go together. A couple that we've mentioned before on the podcast are Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. Um, also, She Comes First by Ian Kerner. Um, those are a couple of sexuality books um, that can really help, again, to improve your understanding of your sexuality with yourself as well as with your partner. Um, and then in terms of fam books, there's a couple really great ones. Uh, the Fifth Vital Sign by Lisa Hendrickson Jack. Um, what else? Of course, Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler. Um, that's a really great place to start with fam. Although I do recommend supplementing your knowledge of cervical mucus after reading that book. Um, cause it doesn't get too deep into that aspect of fam, which is super important, but it does have a lot of value anyway. Um, so yeah, those are just a couple of books off the top of my head. Um, Nat, what do you think? Do you want to start off on your list? And then I can also share some ideas that Instagram people submitted to my question today as hmm. well. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear about that. So well, thankfully, as you were talking, I did think of some <laughs> that were loosely aligned with fam slash things that I just like. Yes, um, go for it. 
So the first thing that I was thinking about, this is like kind of related to fam because um, sleep is really important for Mm -hmm. hormone health. Mm -hmm. Uh, In August, I invested in a fancy sleep mask Mm -hmm. and boy, am I loving that. Um, Did you get the Manta? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Manta sleep mask. It's a fully blackout mask. Like there's these two little cups that Velcro onto the mask no light can get in like when the lights are fully on you there's nothing that can get in mm-hmm. so that is like the one thing that i've loved from this year that helps me sleep better i love that um, also jesse has one of those and he really likes it so mm-hmm. i can also speak from his experience that it's it's great yeah and if you have a partner who sleeps different hours than you and like you're getting woken up in the night or whatever it's it's great because you won't know um you won't know if they come in because it's just so dark which is nice um the other thing that I was thinking about is there's this really beautiful uh journal workbook diary agenda called cycles journal which um Mm -hmm. is this yeah it's beautiful it has like a whole bunch of illustrations helps you schedule your life in line with your cycle. Um, I was just looking at the website and I don't think that there are charts in this journal, um, but it could definitely be something that you use alongside your charting app or paper charts. It's just really pretty. Um, And then the other couple of things that I was thinking about is um, if you wanna like DIY or make your own gift, Last Christmas, one of the gifts that I gave out was I got a whole bunch of bulk herbs that I either grew or bought um, Mm -hmm. and made different tea blends for different people in my family. Um, And you can get herbs like red raspberry leaf, um, Mm -hmm. motherwort, um, nettle that are all really supportive for the menstrual cycle, for your drinking on your period. Um, So you could either buy a pre-made blend or make your own blend of period tea. Um, And then you could also, along the lines of herbs, you could make or buy a vaginal steaming herb blend for somebody in your life. That could be a cool one. Do you have any recommendations for where to buy those? um, Because I do if you don't. I don't. Go ahead. Okay. I recommend um, Steamy Chick dot com she makes uh i think there's primarily four different blends um but yeah those ones are great i have a couple of bags of the gentle blend from her and mm-hmm. they smell great and i don't know i just like them a lot yeah and then you can yeah you can buy them or easily make your own and then mm-hmm. the last thing exactly. that i was the last thing that i was thinking about along those lines um is uh like an essential oil roll-on for your period. So Pranic Forest, which is a company in Calgary, makes this mm-hmm. really beautiful roll-on of blend of essential oils that helps reduce pain and is just like a really nice ritual for your bleed or any time during your cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the ones that I thought of. Awesome. I see you've added a couple more. Yeah. As you were talking, I realized that I didn't get to like half my list and then I also added more stuff 
<laughs> and I opened up my Instagram page where people submitted a lot of their suggestions too. And we're doing this because like, I think that I really do think like the holidays, this is a great time to support our cycles because we can get so busy, so stressed. And, uh, I just think that really prioritizing our cycle health, um, and our, our sexual health, um, I don't know, it's just a great time to do it. So other ideas are cloth pads, um, even, uh, organic ones, if you can get them are really, really great as opposed to disposables. Um, if you're not familiar with cloth pads and kind of the reasons why they're, um, I mean, environmentally superior, you can't really argue that they just kind of are to disposables, um, disposable, uh, pads and tampons can take like 500 to 800 years to, uh, break down in the environment. And we already know the, the impacts that plastics are causing on the environment. And so being able to switch your period care products to sustainable products that are going to last you for literally years to come and you're not creating any more waste is just, to me, it's a no brainer. Now you don't have to get yourself a whole set of like 10 pads or like 10 period underwear in order to do this. You can just start with one little pad, one little pair of underwear. And then over time for your birthday, grab another one for next, you know, holiday season, another one. And then over time you can kind of, you know, gather them up together. You do not have to create a whole entire set right now. I think sometimes that holds people back from trying them because they feel like they either have to do it all or, or, or they can't. And like, no, forget it. Just try it. <laughs> um, it's a great thing to try. So yeah, cloth pads. Um, I really like the company. It's a, it's like a family company from Canada called Homestead Emporium. There's also um, Hannah pads. There's period aisle. Um, there's a lot of different companies and and small businesses that make them. If you can support it with a small business, please do. It's really going to make um, that person's day. It's going to help them, you know, in their life. Um, but yeah, there also are just some really great options. Um, so other things, ooh, in terms of lingerie, I am going to recommend Cantique LA, um, spelled C-A-N-T-I-Q-L-A. Um, this this designer, her name's Chelsea. Um, she makes uh, really inclusive, handmade. Um, intimates and lingerie for anyone, anybody. Um, so it's gender inclusive, size inclusive, um, and it's just a really great company with really excellent designs and, and hand dyed colors. Um, and I can speak, I have like four or five sets from her. They're all super stretchy, super comfy, um, and they look great. So I really recommend that. Also, uh, the pillow from Dame. Uh, Dame is a sexual wellness company. They make a sex pillow that can just help to support you in different positions um, so that you're not having to pause, you know, mid sex act and adjust. Um, and it can just help to kind of open up more sexual positions for you. And again, make things like penetration easier or oral sex easier, um, just so you can kind of get a better angle on things. Um, other things are the company Maud, um, M-A-U-D-E. They make really excellent silicone or organic uh, lube. I love those. I recommend them. They also make condoms um, as well as uh, a couple, I think they have a 
couple different sex toys or maybe it's just the vibrator. I can't remember, but I have their vibe. I love it. I recommend it. It's again, gender neutral. Um, it comes in either a gray color or a green color and it's really powerful um, for such a small item, um, but it's also like a good size. And so, yeah, I just recommend it. It's also very affordable. I think it's around like 45 or 50 US dollars um, and it's body safe. So I love that. Um, I talked about period underwear before, but the company that's my favorite for that are Madi Body. They're a company from Australia. They have tons of different styles and absorbency levels, um, and they really, really work. I've been using Madi Body for years. Um, also, Period Isle is another um, period underwear company. They are also very size inclusive. They also came out recently with a new line of really deep, vibrant colors. Um, I just got my hands on this like emerald green. It's like my favorite color ever. Like that is my favorite color. Um, these, these high-waisted underwear and they're so comfy. I love them. I can't wait to try them. Um, and then my final recommendation for my list before we might want to go to the Instagram list, if we have time, I don't know, <laughs> is uh, menstrual discs. They are um, similar to a cup kind of, but they're uh, a bit of a different shape. It's a company called Nixit and it's basically a medical grade silicone disc shaped um, I don't know, disc that you insert and you, you use it internally. It collects menstrual blood um, and it can also be used during sex, not as any type of a birth control method, but just simply um, if some people out there want to avoid um, uh, the blood component of period sex, um, which in a way, like, I kind of feel like why, because it's kind of just putting a stigma on menstrual blood, but also at the same time, I recognize that like people out there do have preferences, of course. And so, you know, any way you want to look at it, it can just be a helpful tool. Um, and you can use it as a period care product and, or, uh, during sex. So that's my end of my list. Should we go to the Instagram suggestions real quick? Yeah, let's do it. I'm okay. curious to hear what people's suggestions are. Awesome. So a lot of them kind of overlap with what we've talked about. Um, a couple extras. One suggestion was the clear blue monitor, um, along with uh, testing sticks for a fam experiment, this person said. I wonder what that experiment will be. Um, a bunch of people suggested temp drop, period underwear. One person said every book that exists on period slash fertility and LH strips. Um, and she says, this is literally all I've asked for. <laughs> um, if you're looking for a good LH strip, uh, brand, I really like the brand Pregmate. Um, and by the way, no one's paying me to say any of this. I just like these brands. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, yeah, I honestly think that's it. So a lot of people just said temp drop and period underwear. Um, so yeah, that part was kind of short, but that's what we got. Okay, cool. Well, you heard it here, folks. This is, you know, Santa's holiday <laughs> list. And if, if nobody <laughs> buys it for you, treat yourself and buy Please. it for yourself. Oh Yeah. I just bought myself that Dame pillow last night. This is nice. not a gift for anyone. I just, I was like, hey, I've been Don't thinking about this. Don't even ask what I've ordered for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so true though. Like you don't have to wait for anyone to kind of swoop oh. in and do this for you. You can prioritize <laughs> and, uh, you know, just save up, save up little by little if you can, um, and kind of keep that list for yourself. 
and try and, to buy uh, yeah and like you said try to buy local if you can yeah try to not buy from amazon try yeah. to buy from your like yeah places where you live mm-hmm. exactly we're trying to we're trying to do that too i think like that's really important coming yeah. from people who own small businesses yeah i think that wraps it up in a bow and uh wrapping paper so they just uh they just announced where we are that wrapping paper and christmas decorations are essential so you can buy those at the store now that's really funny speaking of wrapping paper (laughs) oh my gosh that's really funny yeah if um if people want to find you megan where can they find you on the internet on instagram or youtube at fantastic fertility and that's f-a-m like fertility awareness method how about you now? I'm at Fertility Awareness Project on Instagram, and my website is fertilityawarenessproject.ca. Cool. Until next time, folks. Body literacy for everyone forever.